0: Jeremiah Chapter 20 Verse 1 And Pashur, son of Immer the priest, who also is overseer, leader in the house of Jehovah, heareth Jeremiah prophesying these things. Pashur is one of the Levites who helps out in the temple, and his father is a priest. And he heard Jeremiah's prophecy. 2 And Pesher smiteth Jeremiah the prophet, and putteth him unto the stocks that are by the high gate of Benjamin, that is by the house of Jehovah. They had stocks to punish people up near the temple by the Benjamin gate. This gate is named after the tribe of Benjamin, and Jeremiah is from the tribe of Benjamin, so he is in the stocks in that area. The stocks are when they put your head and your hands in a hole, and then they clamp down the top so that you can't sit down or rest, or go to the bathroom, or eat or drink. This evil temple leader is punishing Jeremiah for speaking the truth. Religious people persecute those who are speaking the truth the most, because religion protects them, and it gives them an income, and they don't want the Gospel to replace their income, because they make a lot of money from people by teaching religious rules, so they get very offended when somebody comes in and says the truth that will set people free, so that they are no longer servants to the religious organization. 3 And it cometh to pass on the morrow, that Peshur bringeth out Jeremiah from the stocks, and Jeremiah saith unto him, not Peshur hath Jehovah called thy name, but Magor Misabib. Peshur probably thought he was a really nice guy, because he took Jeremiah out of the stocks after 24 hours. He probably felt that Jeremiah's punishment wasn't enough, and that he was very gracious and merciful to let Jeremiah out. And Jeremiah says to him, The Lord has given you a new name. Pashur's given name by his father means whiteness, and white represents righteousness. He was supposed to grow in righteousness, but he wasn't righteous at all. And now the Lord has given him a new name, which is Magor Misabib, and that name means that you will have fear from every side. The Babylonians are going to encircle Jerusalem The Lord is saying that they are also going to encircle Pashur. 4. For thus said Jehovah, Lo, I am making thee for a fear to thyself and to all loving thee, and they have fallen by the sword of their enemies, and thine eyes are beholding, and all Judah I give into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he hath removed them to Babylon, and he hath smitten them with the sword. Jeremiah says, your entire family will either die before your eyes, or you will see them taken captive by the Babylonians, and then killed in Babylon. 5. And I have given all the strength of this city, and all its labor, and all its precious things, yea, all the treasures of the kings of Judah, I do give into the hand of their enemies, and they have spoiled them, and taken them and have brought them into Babylon. He's given all of the treasures of the kings of Judah to the Babylonians. They took whatever they wanted. If there was any treasure left behind, it was because the Babylonians weren't interested in it. But they didn't take the Ark. The Ark is a treasure of the King of Kings, our eternal God. And Jeremiah was able to take the Ark and hide it, in the caves of Jerusalem. This is recorded in the books of Maccabees. 6 And thou, Pesher, and all dwelling in thy house, do go into captivity, and Babylon thou dost enter, and there thou diest, and there thou art buried, thou and all loving thee, to whom thou hast prophesied falsely. Not only will Pesher's entire family be captured and or killed by the Babylonians, They'll also get buried in Babylon. Their bodies won't come home to Israel. It's like the Lord saying they don't belong in Israel anymore. And also, this is a curse on anyone who believes Pashur's false prophecies. That includes all of those who listen to Pashur, who may not even be in his family. 7. Thou hast persuaded me, O Jehovah, and I am persuaded. Thou hast hardened me and dust prevail, I have been for a laughter all the day, everyone is mocking at me. Jeremiah then prays to the Lord, and he says, They laugh at me all day long. Jeremiah was probably spat at, and mocked, and laughed at, and cursed those 24 hours that he was in the stocks. That's a place where people are put to shame. He had mockers and detractors surrounding him while he was up there. 8. Because from the time I speak, I cry out, violence and destruction, I cry, for the word of Jehovah hath been to me for reproach and for derision all the day. He says that as soon as he prophesies, everybody wants to eat him alive for telling them the truth. They want to believe that they are living their best life now, that they can sin all they want, and they are still children of God, and the Lord is going to protect them from any foreign armies, they are not living in reality. He gave them his commandments, and they refused to follow his commandments, so they should know that what Jeremiah is saying has been said countless times in the Old Testament, and it is nothing new. 9 And I said, I do not mention him, nor do I speak any more in his name, and it hath been in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones and I have been weary of containing, and I am not able. Jeremiah says, I said to myself many times I am going to stop prophesying because everyone is biting my head off, but whenever he tried to be silent, his bones ached until he would speak out the word of God. He couldn't make himself be silent, although that is what he really wanted. For I have heard the evil report of many, fear is round about, Declare, and we declare it, all mine allies are watching for my halting. Perhaps he is enticed, and we prevail over him, and we take our vengeance out of him. Jeremiah says that even his friends are coming against him. They're lying in wait, looking for a weak moment when they can attack him. 11. And Jehovah is with me as a terrible, mighty one. Therefore my persecutors stumble and prevail not. They have been exceedingly ashamed, for they have not acted wisely. Confusion age-during is not forgotten. Jeremiah sees into the future, and he knows that everyone who is coming against him will be destroyed by the Lord, and they will not be forgiven because they refuse to repent. 12 And, O Jehovah of hosts, trier of the righteous, beholder of reins and heart, I do see thy vengeance out of them. For unto thee I have revealed my cause." Jeremiah says that the Lord tests the righteous. He tests their heart and what they are really made of. So if you think you are righteous, don't be surprised when the Lord tests you and puts you through the fire and allows you to be tempted by Satan. The Father even allowed the Son to be tempted by Satan. And we are not better than Jesus. So we should expect tribulation and testing in advance, so that when it comes, we will pass that test. If Satan tempts us when our guard is down, we can very easily get tricked and fall into his trap, and lose our faith. But if we know in advance that testing is coming, then when it comes we will recognize it for what it is, and will stand true and faithful to the Lord. And that's why he tests even the righteous. Because true righteousness passes the test, otherwise it isn't righteousness. Sometimes we may think we're righteous, but then if the doctor says we have some terrible disease, or if we lose our job, or if somebody in our family turns on us, then all of a sudden our faith turns to jelly, and we get hateful and angry toward the Lord, and then we run out in sin to get our needs met and that is definitely felling the test. So be prepared in advance, and look and watch and wait and pray for yourself, and then when trial comes, you'll know it's a test, and you'll know how to pass it, and you'll glorify the Lord and praise him in your suffering, and then you'll come through it. 13 Sing ye to Jehovah, Praise Jehovah, for he hath delivered the soul of the needy from the hand of evildoers, Sometimes people can kill us, or they can persecute us in other ways, but they can never make us lose our salvation. And ultimately, we will be delivered from the hands of all evil doers, even if we have to suffer a great deal in this life. And Jeremiah was suffering horrendous pain and torment. The entire town wanted him dead. 14. Cursed is the day in which I was born, the day that my mother bare me, Let it not be blessed. This is also what Job said when his life was destroyed because he was righteous. Now Jeremiah is saying the same thing after his life has been destroyed because of his righteousness. Jesus also had his life destroyed, and John the Baptist had his life destroyed because of their own righteousness. We shouldn't be surprised when things get bad. In fact, it's all part of God's plan and it will result in greater rewards in heaven if we make it through that fire with faith. Be looking to the future. Your rewards are eternal, but you won't have rewards if your faith can't make it through the fire. 15. Cursed is the man who bore tidings to my father, saying, Born to thee hath been a child, a male, making him very glad. Jeremiah didn't get his best life now. He never got married, he never had a family, nobody liked him. In fact, everybody wanted him dead. Even close associates were plotting against him. His life was not a fulfilling life at all. 16. Then hath that man been as the cities that Jehovah overthrew, and repented not, and he hath heard a cry at morning, and a shout at time of noon. Jeremiah is saying, Whatever man gave the good tidings to my father that I was born, that man will be overthrown, and he will see great pain. Now this is literally true because that man is probably one of Jeremiah's haters who isn't listening to the prophecy and believes that the Babylonians are going to be really nice to the people of Jerusalem. 17. Because he hath not put me to death from the womb, and my mother is to me my grave and her womb, a pregnancy, age during. Jeremiah is saying, The man who told my father that I was born should have killed me as soon as I came out of the womb, instead of being happy that I was born. Or I should have just stayed in my mother's womb and died a stillborn child. 18. Why is this, from the womb I have come out, to see labor and sorrow? Yea, consumed in shame are my days. This lamentation of Jeremiah over his own life is very similar to Job's. But the Bible says that Job didn't sin in anything that he said about the Lord, yet what he said about himself sometimes wasn't true. And Jeremiah says that his life has been a curse, but in reality, Jeremiah's life was a tremendous blessing because he spoke the truth to the people of Judah, and they had one last chance to repent. It isn't Jeremiah's fault, or the Lord's fault, that they wouldn't heed that opportunity. Also, Jeremiah's life keeps blessing us today. Thousands of years later, we're still reading his books, and profiting and benefiting spiritually from his prophecies. So his life had phenomenal impact, and now in heaven he's experiencing his eternal rewards for all that he went through. So Jeremiah is wrong by cursing the day that he was born. The day that he was born was a good day. And that concludes Jeremiah chapter 20.